So welcome, 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 welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Question. Hello, Hello stupid everybody. This week's welcome, welcome, welcome. It's for real. With T. Lee like, and Jay. Like a dungeon game. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific no order. order. I love No <laughs> Stupid <laughs> Questions show. Can we curse on the show? We can do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Tanya, your question for today. No. Raw, raw, like All right. So, Question. <laughs> no more episode, the name no of the show, Jay? Jay. No Stupid Questions. Welcome to this episode of No Stupid Questions. No Stupid Questions. <laughs> hey there, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of No Stupid Questions with T Leak and Jay. How y'all doing, people? Welcome to the No Stupid Questions show. <laughs> The show where you have two smart people and one stupid question, or so we thought. Right, and this this time we know I'm asking the question. I think I messed it up last time. <laughs> so we, let's just get right to it. The question is, was Biden successful in his first 100 days? What you think, T. Lee? Mm-hmm. Okay, now you know, coming from my consulting days, I gotta say, what is success? Oh my gosh, oh, you sound success. like me. <laughs> I, I usually want to dissect the question before I answer. How is success measured? Okay. Um, and um, I, I will have to say, my initial thought is yes. And uh, I'll, I'll put some more detail on that. But what's your what's your uh, first? Yeah. Okay. So my initial, my initial response is yes as well. Okay. All right. Let's, let's now dig into that. And so what's, what's your, what's your long pole in the tent? What's the, uh, so, so for me, the key issue for his first hundred days was the coronavirus response and the country really needed a firm direction on coronavirus response. And I think Biden has given that, I think he missed his goal of getting 20 million Americans vaccinated, but I think we are a long way down the road to that, and and therefore I think I think it was successful. So wait, what was his goal? I be, well, did I say 20 million? He had a goal to vaccinate 20 million Americans by the end. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, he he hit his goal. You're right. He blazed right. past that goal. I was like, let's come on, give the give the man his credit. Yeah, you're right. So what I was thinking of was the former president's goal. <laughs> and that's where I got that 20 million Americans, and that was by the end of 2020. And of course, yes, um, he fell short on his goal, but he had some other things going on at the end of last year. Yeah, so his, so just so we're clear, Biden's goal was 100 million in his first 100 days. 100 million, right, by mid-March. And he had received, Americans had received 200 million around that time. So he got 200 million as of April 21st, um, so eight days ago. He hit his 100 million goal 40 days ahead of schedule. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So All right. I had, I had that now. he hit it. I had that he hit it, but I had that wrong goal. <laughs> no, no, no. You were saying that he didn't hit it. Correct. You're right. Correct. <laughs> I was like, Correct. no, no, Correct. he gets a win. He gets a check. No X. Well, no even X even if he did not hit it, I think his response was dead on. I mean, he was a proponent of wearing a mask, which I know people are torn on this mask issue, but I'm not. I think 
you know, wearing a mask is looking out for your fellow person. And although it may not help me, I do it because I don't want to hurt anyone else. And I think he was right on that. Then he got the Moderna and the Pfizer and the Johnson and Johnsons of the world to get their vaccines out and get people vaccinated. And I think that was impressive. Yeah. No, I think I think that the the vaccination part of the response was important, but so was the financial relief, which he was able to figure out with, you know, the his Democratic folks in Congress and and get much needed relief to people. And and I have to be honest, I mean, even even the announcement about pulling out of Afghanistan, the announcements about climate change, he's tackling a lot of the hard issues. And I do have to say, I do believe that, and, and everyone talks about our tax system has so many loopholes, et cetera. And we have to acknowledge that the top 1% often take advantage of those loopholes. So you've got more of the people that can't afford it paying for it and being chased after and and those who so cannot afford it and those who can afford it are you know finding these things with their high-priced accountants etc and uh he i believe it was announced it was a it was he was interested in forming a, a i don't remember the thing was called a commission or something to really look at some of these very 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 high earners and what their tax patterns look like. And I think that's appropriate. I think that is entirely appropriate. And I know he's also talking about paying for a lot of the the financial packages that he's looking at with getting those tax monies recouped. Right, and of course you touched on some, those are some touchy areas because, and maybe, maybe the coronavirus response is a touchy area too, because somehow we get um, divided on what seems or should be simple issues. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I know the ones you just touched on have a lot of people wondering whether or not the path is the right path. Well, and that goes to success, right? I mean, my right. thing is he has, he hasn't waffled on things. He's been very direct. He's, and he's been pursuing bipartisanship on this. So some of these are announcements and some of these are not full-fledged, but I think him putting them out there is really, really important. I mean, let's talk, so first, the Afghanistan thing. Right. I understand that there is a lot of strife and stress and debate over whether or not we should pull out and what that means. But I, 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 I would challenge those people to talk to the, the families of service members. Right. And there's there's a lot there and and i'm not going to say it's this way or that way but there's got to be a better way than us just being there for at this point you know way too long right so i mean he has done he he said he's gonna take troops out of afghanistan and they are at their lowest level since 2001 so i think it's important to say what you're going to do and then do what you say you're going to do so i think you have to you have to look at that as a success um Mm -hmm. without a doubt i don't know I mean, maybe there are people that are making money for the, off the troops being in, in Afghanistan, so they're probably against it. But I think that's one issue that most people can agree with, that we don't gain anything good from being in Afghanistan for an extended period of time. So 
Right. We're, I mean, we've already been there an extended period of time. Yeah, it's, that's it's, right. I mean, how much do we gain by staying there longer? And I know the debate is what would we actually lose by leaving? But but I think that conversation needs to be had and it needs to be they need, they need to dive into that. And I think that's really, you know, to be honest, setting out broad goals causes the conversation to happen. And to me, that can be success as well, right? right. We need to talk about, we need to don't, not just assume that we're going to continue to be there because we already have been there, as I said, too long. And you said an extended period of time. You're gracious right. with your- Tw- <laughs> 20 crazy. years, 20 years. That's, um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time. That's, that's a long time. That's a long time. As um, I get older, that doesn't seem as long as it used to seem, but it is a very long time, especially so, for someone who's had to serve in that area. So I know. Yeah. And then on climate change, I think you, you again, you know, one of the things he talks about in his speech, I do know, is that how we need to look at it as an opportunity and not for jobs. And to be honest, I'm not sure how you can debate that. I mean, if we talk about it as a job producing thing, right, that's as good as a startup that's, I mean, hey, you don't know where it's going to go, but if it's going to produce some jobs to, to, to put some stuff on it, then, I mean, what are you arguing with? You know, the economics of where we've been with COVID, et cetera. I think it's, it's, it's absolutely critical that we find new industries to go into to really create some, some rapid and hopefully, you know, very um, quick growth. Right, right. So that's my that's my argument back to anybody who says, "Mom, mom, Well, okay. And so you know, he's, I, he's, I've, he's, I've made I, a dollar or two in the oil and gas industry. So I, I know that I know the argument against focusing on climate change is that you put people out of business in the oil and gas industry. So I know that's well. That's something but that, what we're that saying is that about. there is a a place for you is what we're building is not just to get rid of, but it's to create a place to go to. And I so, think that's so, an important thing. And, and that, but that, but what I guess the success that I, I think um, I would add to his success category is, you know, really kind of changing the narrative, hopefully, so that people can get on board and it has benefit for the, for the country, for the nation. So that's also to me success. So we'll see, I mean, you know, there's to be seen in terms of um, bipartisan support for bills. Oh, and infrastructure. He has put a priority on infrastructure. And, uh, and you know, I like my, my boy, John Oliver, and he was talking about um, the, uh, the national debt and the deficit mm-hmm. and changing the narrative around the national debt, right? Certain debt is actually good to accrue. People who get houses, they take on a lot of debt but the idea is that one, you have a place to live. <laughs> and that two, that it is, you know, some people view it as an investment, some people don't. I think there's some debate over that. But I think the right. bottom line is from an infrastructure perspective, we, we need to invest in infrastructure to support the tourism industry, to support even just our general, you know, sort of business industry in terms of people actually being able to get to work and to get to. Um, so I, I, I do think that the things that he's put out as priorities are good. And I think he's presented them in a way that requires conversation. And that's, to me, that's success. I'm a little surprised you hadn't touched on one area that I th- maybe I was going to get there. What is it? I thought this would have been your number one. Oh, healthcare. So he reopened the Federal Affordable Care Act exchange in mid-February, um, which gave people access to 
gave uninsured Americans access to coverage through 2021, which was was under threat from the previous administration. Uh, and, and he has, you know, actively lobbied, actually has has actively lobbied for the Supreme Court to, to uphold the Affordable Care Act, which would be, I think, an important step for for Americans who are having trouble getting insurance otherwise. So I think that's a, a clear victory. I'm going to actually say, mm, let's see. Okay. As someone who took advantage of the Affordable Care Act in the past, okay. Okay. Um, it hasn't, I, I would say in the last year, and you know, COVID has thrown everything into a tizzy, so I'm not even, I'm going to excuse that too. Um, but the key thing with the Affordable Care Act is affordable care. That's right. And opening the exchange, the damage has been done in terms of the number of participants in the exchange. And I don't mean consumer participants. I'm talking about insurance companies and the the subsidies. That stuff has been to some degree gutted. And that has not yet changed um, based on what I've seen. So it's, you know, it, it looks good to open it up but it is a whole nother thing and it's and that's on a per state basis right, right. Um, different states have allocated different types of funds etc so so that still needs to be shored up in my opinion I, I would not declare success in that area just yet okay to be seen so for me to be seen yes okay okay so that's why it wasn't at the top of my list I would love for it to have been and for me to say yes we were successful with this in its first hundred days that's incredible uh, but not there yet. Okay. Okay. So, so what would you go to next? Oh gosh. I do know that, I mean, you know, the whole Paris Accord thing was a, was a big, uh, thing for, um, uh, us to, to leave. And I know that he's in conversations. I don't, I don't know if I have all the details about that for us to, to be a part of conversations with the world right and not just to to really be able to get a hold on climate change and i have to say this is a as a side and an aside you know i was uh, talking to my boyfriend about the um the plastic bag situation <laughs> you're in favor of plastic bags and or? i am not in favor of plastic okay. bags supermarket plastic bags and i'm talking about specifically okay we you know there is a supermarket here um that does take plastic bags you know they say oh bring your plastic bags here i don't know what they're doing with them and uh i lived in europe for a while and in europe it's like you don't have a bag your own bag you get what you can carry that's right (laughs) and so i do feel like we are so spoiled as americans as folks in the united states that I mean, it's really just laziness that we don't. And I, I, we were actually debating over how many people have reusable bags. And I, I don't, I don't think I know anybody who doesn't have one. They right. use it for all kinds of other stuff, right. <laughs> but they need to use it for the damn. Anyway, so that was so my I'm little side. So you could fuss at me for that. I have quite a few reusable bags, yes, but I don't always bring them in the store. So you could fuss at me for that. I don't either, but I penalize myself by saying, you can't take a bag. I basically treat myself like I did in Europe. And so if I can't carry it, then I'm going to have to either run out there and get it or make multiple trips. Okay. Okay. And so that's my penalty to myself to kind of keep, keep reinforcing the fact that I need to be taking my bag. Okay. 
So can I bring up another area I thought you would name early in of this course. conversation? Of course. <laughs> Social justice and inequality. Biden said he was going to attack it. He was going to address it. And I actually think he has. Okay. What, tell me, say, tell me more. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. So okay. I, but perhaps there's something that I missed. Well, I think you have to start by setting an example, right? I mean, this is a, this is a longstanding problem that has been ingrained in our society over generations. And so you're not going to flip a light switch and change it overnight. But what you can do is have the most racially diverse cabinet in U.S. history. You can have signed executive orders that help bridge the gap at home on ownership between people of color and white people. You can sign executive orders to allow transgender people to join the military. And, and I think he's attacked some of those early issues and therefore I would call it a success. So actually, I'm going to agree with you because I just remembered something that he has done. Well, I would say generally, the Department of Justice, he, I, I'm, I'm, I know that they opened a case against, um, it's, it's a civil rights case against one of the police officers um, that's been involved in one of the many, many cases. And, um, and so just generally, I believe that he has, um, you know, guided the, um, the Department of Justice to basically reopen a lot of civil rights cases that they had before um, he authorized um, so actually, I'll wait till we finish the civil rights because I did, there was one other raid recently that was something that the Department of Justice had again initially sort of pushed back on authorizing. Did you know about that? Oh, I might have missed this one. Giuliani? I missed this. Oh. Tell me. Oh, yeah, they raided Giuliani's home. And as you know, just as they said with, you uh. know, the, with lawyers, it is not common to raid their homes and offices because of the attorney-client privilege, et cetera. So there has That's to right. be probable cause. Um, now you, you can fill in any language that I'm, I'm getting wrong here, lawyer. But that it's very likely that they have some very strong evidence to be able to have gotten that issued. But the Department of Justice, again, was, was a key. So when you talk about you know really following up on the threat to our democracy um, with our elections, um, he's been again, has put the right people in place in the Department of Justice to, to get some of that stuff done. And so from a social justice perspective, I'm changing my position and not because of your stuff. So appreciate okay, you my, putting that my, out there. My stuff was trivial. <laughs> let me just the add thing one is, more. is that the Department of Justice is now really, really, really focused on those issues that I think are top of mind for most people in those areas. Okay. Okay. Well, let me just, just add a little more. I mean, I, I think it's important that, that Biden would step up and say that systematic racism is a stain on our nation's soul. Uh, that's oh, that kind oh, of language has we not, get, we get, we coming out with the quotes. Well, I, I'm trying to convince you other than just the department of justice, I, I, that kind of language has I'm, not come I'm from too many. About action. Okay. And I, and I can agree with you. You have that. to follow it with but, action, but I, I'm, that's not sufficient for me to say, Ooh, success. That's, well, it's, that's we're talking okay. about a hundred days. You can't that's pass. Consistency. I'm not asking for okay. passing legislation, but okay. what I'm saying is the things that were done are like, yes, 
yes, yes, yes. Okay. You well, know. since I brought up legislation, and I will just oh. finish on this point, he, the, the Biden-Harris administration has lent their support to the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act, and um, is working with Congress to pass that 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 legislation. So, okay, you know, I'm with you on that. That's 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 action. I like how you uh, added it, it's not a, there. I was liking that. Well, it is, it is, it is the Biden-Harris administration. Oh, no, I, mean. I know it is. Oh, I so know. So we started the question are you, on. Are you talking to black women that does? Well, you so know, sometimes can I, can speaking of black thing, women. You, uh, okay, never mind. I no, won't go, go ahead. ahead. Who? No, what? say, say you one thing. <laughs> what were you going to say? Say you one thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I want to know black women. Anytime you start something with black women, speaking of black women, I want to know what you were going to say. Well, I'm happy to see that you know, black women are standing behind the vice president. Um, there, there are rumors or, uh, you know, uh, there's a myth that black women don't support each other all the time, but I'm, I'm just happy to see that black women are pretty much throwing their full support by, behind vice president. You happy to see the myth as a myth? Well, I knew the myth was a myth. I'm happy oh. for it to be displayed to the world. Okay, got it, got it, got it, okay. Yeah, I probably forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it had to do with Biden and Harris and Pelosi. In his speech, he did acknowledge that it was the first time that he has, that a president in in, uh, in addressing uh, the joint houses uh, said, Madam Secretary and Madam Vice President. Mm. And I thought that was a really, really, really wonderful moment because... That is history. It was it history, is history, and he he acknowledged that moment, and it was yeah, it was good to see. So, right, and and that with the most diverse cabinet in U.S. history, I think. You keep going back to that. Sets a stage. <laughs> sets a stage. We just need people to follow. All right. Well, I think this is um, it, it. It feels good to have a kumbaya moment around a president's first hundred days. So I'm glad that we agree. For the, for the two of us, I hope, I hope, um, and I'm sure our listeners probably agree. Maybe, maybe you disagree with some points, and we'd love to hear that. Um, I'm sure there's another group of people out there that probably would disagree with almost every point we made today. But um, well, kumbaya doesn't require everybody. Right. That's true. You know, we sang it at camp and not everybody was around the campfire. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yes. So you and I are kumbaya. We have, we're having a kumbaya moment. That's right. I hope that there are many, many others out there who are having a kumbaya moment. And we hope that anyone who is not the next year has you um, feeling like you're, you know, you're proud of um, what the government is doing. Um, because again, uh, as we talked about, it really is about action and outcomes. Right. And so if people get more jobs, if we have more income equality, um, if we have less people living in poverty and below the poverty line and unable to um, really uh, sustain themselves. You know, he's also talked about uh, pre-K and really addressing child care issues, especially for low income. So, yeah, the proof is in the pudding, as they say, and we will um, we'll be eating it all year. Hopefully, hopefully we will be eating it all year. I guess the one thing I do want to say is, although we are celebrating the first, a successful first hundred days, um, that is According no reason. To us. 
according to us. <laughs> that is no reason to stop applying pressure because we have a lot more work to do and a lot more that this country needs to unify and um, be the best country that it can be. So have your glass of champagne, celebrate it, but then let's get back to work and, and, and capitalize and make the next hundred days even better. No stupid questions. Thanks everybody. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs>